Hi, and welcome to the Phrasal Verb Plus Expat Life podcast. My name is Alyssa. I am an English coach and an expat. I help students from around the world express themselves authentically in English. I made this podcast for my students and for anyone and everyone studying English to add some logic and to give tips to the study of phrasal verbs. Hey, so welcome to basically the first real episode. Um, This is going to be how at least half of the episodes are, where I'm just going to teach you a few different phrasal verbs. One note about connected speech here, gonna, I'm going to say gonna, okay? I'm not going to say going to. I am trying to talk clearly and slowly for beginner intermediate students but it is just never natural to say going to and we always connect it as gonna okay so that's what that means you might also hear wanna um, and well there's a pattern here okay we'll do an episode about that later so let's get started um Today, we're gonna talk about figure out, find out, and fill out. So let's get started with fill out since it's pretty simple. It has two different meanings. One is more common than the other. The first meaning, which is transitive, which means it takes a direct object, and separable means to complete a form or a document. So to write the information in an application or a form or a document. For example, can you please fill out this form? There it is together, fill out this form. This form is the direct object, or it can be separable. Can you please fill this form out? So someone might ask you this, well, any, any, anywhere there's bureaucracy. So, well, doctor's appointments at the um, DMV for a job. Anytime you walk into a government building, they're going to ask you to fill out some paperwork. Paperwork is just the papers. It's equally possible that someone might ask you to fill in a form Okay, so fill in a form is the same as fill out a form. Fill in might just be more common for shorter things. So, for example, you're doing homework. um, You have to fill in the blank. That means you write the answer on the line, in the line. Fill in the blank. So for shorter things, people might use fill in more commonly. Okay, so the second definition of fill out, which is a lot less common, but I'm going to teach it to you because if you hear this, you might really not understand it from, from the context. So it is a euphemism. Euphemism means an indirect or really nice, polite way of saying something that's maybe a little awkward or uncomfortable. It is a euphemism that means to gain weight, coming from the idea that you are now filling out your clothes. 
or that your clothes are now fitting you more tightly. So that's it. Fill out um, the second definition means to gain weight. It's not necessarily positive or negative. That would depend on the, the person's personal, you know, desires and perceptions. But side note here about U.S. culture, it is not polite or appropriate to comment on anyone's weight in the United States unless you are super, super close with them and you're sure that they don't have any issues talking about their weight, um, that they're not, that they don't have any problems with their weight. And if you're saying it as a compliment, um, and even then like saying it as a compliment, like maybe you think that they look great, but, um, it's a really sensitive topic in the United States. Um, I think like most people are overweight and many people are obese and it's just a really sensitive topic. So don't comment on people's weight unless they ask you. Um, so this is more, more useful for you to talk about yourself. Um, it is typically intransitive, so it doesn't have a direct object. For example, I've, I have, I've filled out during the quarantine. I've really filled out during the quarantine. So that would be a really indirect way for you to say, I have gained weight. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would just say, I got, I got a little fat or I gained some weight, but this is the indirect way to say that. It might also be used as transitive and separable. I think this is less common. Um, I'm gonna play a, an audio clip for you to hear. This is a clip from, well, it's an old movie, and here you can hear how they use fill out. You know something, Red? I like you. I like the way you fill out your clothes. I like everything about you. So that is from a 1940s, 1940 to be exact, movie called They Drive By Night. And it's, do you notice how maybe the voice sounds a little different than my voice? It's not a matter of accent. It's... Um, the way that English has changed and evolved, people sounded differently then. Maybe the same thing is true for your native language, but this is how they sounded, at least in the movies, um, and, and I think in real life too. And you can still hear that connected speech when he says, I like the way you feel out your, your clothes. Like, I like everything about you. About ending in a T and then you, he doesn't say everything about you, everything about you. The T and the Y go together and make the CH sound. I like everything about you. I like the way you fill out your clothes. I like everything about you. So this isn't slang. This is the way we connect our words naturally. So this was an awkward thing to say to someone. Um, if you see the clip, she smile, she's smiling when he says, 
I like you. And then he says, I like the way you fill out your clothes. And she gets this kind of like surprised, uncomfortable look. But anyways, that's also possible. You can fill out something. Um, so I'll make an example. This old swimsuit used to be too big for me, but now I really fill it out. Or you fill out that dress beautifully. Okay, so now let's compare, figure out, and find out. <clears throat> I'm also going to stop pronouncing that. Like, figure out, find out. When words end in T's in American English, we don't really always say t, figure out, find out. It stops in the throat. It's more like figure out, find out. Okay. <clears throat> Give it a minute and think about it. What do you think they mean? Figure out, find out. I'm sure that you've heard them. Um, a lot of people, a lot of students would translate these to mean something like, discover. And it's kind of true, but the process of that discovery is different and it matters. So I'm going to sum it up. That's a phrasal verb. Sum it up. It's like I'm going to summarize. I'm going to summarize it for you like this. Find out takes less time. Okay, there's no calculating, there's no analyzing. There's just checking effect. Uh, my neighbor is yawning really, really loud. <clears throat> so maybe you need to find out what time your appointment is. So you just simply check your email. Okay, find out isn't hard and it's just to find a fact. A time, a date, a definition, something like that. But figure out takes more effort. So I think of the word figure coming from math. Figures are another word for numbers, calculations and numbers. So to figure something out, it's going to take a bit more effort, a bit more calculating. Okay, so for example, we need to figure out what to make for dinner tonight. So that means it's going to take a little bit of creative effort, creative thinking. It might also be related to self-reflection or even thinking about events from the past. Um, here's a couple of other examples. High school students are expected to figure out what they want to be for the rest of their lives when they are only 18. Or, I can't figure it out. So there it is with it. Um, not used with any, any context, but if I'm talking about a puzzle or I'm talking about any kind of situation, I can't figure it out. So it's complicated. Okay, but back to find out. Maybe you're at a conference and dinner is being served at 8 p.m. Um, you could find out what was on the menu by just asking a colleague. So find out, just research, that might mean Google, might mean look in a book, and it might just mean to ask someone a question. You need to find out what time the train leaves, you can ask a person. 
So find out can be transitive or intransitive. So used um, transitively, I'll find out. So there it is with, you know, no context, very common. Someone tells you, I need you to blah, 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 blah. You can just say, okay, I'll find out. That means you're going to check and find the answer. As intransitive and inseparable, I will find out what time our train leaves. So it's still inseparable. We have find out together um, and there's nothing in between. It is possible, but very rare, I would say, to have find out separable. Um, I have this example here that says, I don't want them to find me out. That's really rare. It means there's something secretive about you. You know, it's the same idea. It's this, the idea of discovering a fact about something. You're hiding something and you don't want them to realize it. I don't want them to find me out. Anyways, don't worry about that one so much because it is rare. Okay, I'm going to do a quick review of um, figure out and find out because I'm not sure um, if I made that clear, the um, classifications of those phrasal verbs. So figure out is transitive and separable. So you have to figure out something. You can't just, you can't just say figure out. You can say figure it out, figure it out. If someone says, I don't know how to do this, you can say, figure it out or um, figure this out. We still have to figure out the design. So you can separate figure out or keep it together. And find out, it can be transitive or intransitive. So I have to find out what time our plane leaves. And then you can also just use it by itself and say, well, find out. If someone says, um, when are we leaving tomorrow? I don't know. Find out. <laughs> that means, I don't know. I want you to check and tell me. Okay, now I'm going to read an example paragraph where I use all of these phrases as much as I can, okay? And I'm going to read it in a really natural speed. <clears throat> okay, 70 something days into quarantine and I can't really figure out why I've filled out so much. I mean, I exercise every day, but I feel a little fat for the first time in my life. I found out that all of the gyms are desperate for customers when they started spamming me with stupid text messages. They wanted me to fill out some kind of form saying that I would join them after this is all over. I finally blocked one of the numbers and hopefully the girl figured out that I'm not interested. I prefer to continue doing yoga at home. Okay guys, that's it. I recommend that you write down these examples that I have in the show notes and then make some of your own examples. Then try to make your own story like the one that I made. And remember that these phrasal verbs, you can treat them like vocabulary and you have to try to use them intentionally. So this week, why don't you just try to practice and use these three phrasal verbs as much as possible 
if you don't have the opportunity to do that, then just make your own examples and write stories and talk to yourself out loud. If you have a teacher or a tutor, tell them, these are the words that I'm learning and I want to practice them with you. And I'm sure they would be more than happy to do that with you. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. Remember that you can follow me on Instagram, arroa uh, empanada de nada, or in English, at empanada de nada. I'm starting some conversations there about learning a foreign language as an introvert, so please feel free to join us. If you want to support this podcast, there is a link in the podcast description where you can donate any amount that feels right for you. And I would be grateful for your feedback in any form whether that be a donation, a review, or come and talk to me on Instagram. As always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.